today on the program. It was not my intention to do this in front of you, but you can take my word for it. Your mother had it coming. It's Kill Bill Volume 1. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the careful, meticulous handwork to my Hanzo Steel, Anthony. <laughs> takes a month to get that thing done. <laughs> From start to finish. One month. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. It's so narrow. <laughs> and sharp. And sharp. And sharp. And shiny. <laughs> one would say spit shine. <laughs> Enough about my penis, Elise. <laughs> Hi, boys. What's going How are you? On? Speaking of spit shine. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did wow. I just burn myself? You, you, you something yourself. <laughs> Tip- <laughs> Typical. I, Typical. Uh, I, I, I don't know where this is going. Is uh, <laughs> I'm about to pull out my Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I can do this gently, I promise. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Phrasing. This is just already Are a we bad still thing. Doing it? Is, our, yeah. is it a bad thing? Um <laughs> no manny, he's soccer? What? He's playing kick. He's, he's playing he's kick. Drunk. Yeah. Drunk kick. <laughs> Fucking manny. It's all right. We'll catch we him next him. We'll catch him next time, everybody. He's like, listen, I can't record unless we do it Saturday morning. And then he's like, hey, by the way, everybody can't record. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Manny. <sighs> Today, we are talking about Kill Bill Volume 1 from 2003, directed, of course, by Tarantino, back again for the fourth time, maybe? Something like that. I've only been on, I'm I think, su- one Tarantino. I'm surprised with this movie that it's only rated R. Um, Why is that? Just the sheer amount of violence and limb. we don't give a shit about violence. If there's a uh, single nipple, we gotta then we gotta worry. But yeah, oh, that's right. You can do right. literal yeah. swimming pools of blood, and nobody gives yeah. a shit. This is America. Just dismembered that's body just parts dead, floating in a pool of blood. Yeah. Fine, that's one erect <laughs> penis, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Think of the children. There better not be an erect penis in that pool of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the children. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I really this movie like for did you guys feel like this was an hour and fifty one minutes? I feel like this was a six hour movie. Maybe it was just me. No, I felt it was short. Yeah, I, was no, like, I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, we're at the eighty eights already? Jesus! Wow. Yeah. Oh. We must have had different right. viewing experiences. Did you have like the extended director's cut where it's just like three hours of feet? You know what? That's the difference. That's I was it. thinking there was a lot of feet. Man, there's movie. a lot of foot stuff going on here. <laughs> this is 20 straight minutes of Uma Thurman's foot. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just her second toe. Like, I thought we would move on from here. Yeah. But... No, no, no. You got to memorize every mm. single little uh, 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 imperfections of the skin. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is this background oh. music? <laughs> 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 this little piggy went to market, okay? This little <laughs> Uh, 
dude is not at all shy about his foot fetish. And we all pay money to see it. So who's really the idiot here? <laughs> hey, whatever he's into. You know, you wrap that up in a good movie, and uh, I guess I guess we all know about your fetishes now. <laughs> I, I, I guess if I made movies, you might find out more of mine. Although I'm, I'm not shy to talk about them. You don't yeah. need to tell me. Yeah, I was going to say, since when have you been shy, it's just sir? One hour and 51 minutes of a hoagie coming through a hole in the wall. <laughs> Great, we got With it. Co- coke on it. <laughs> I forgot the cocaine. The cocaine and the rewatch party logo. Some of them good salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. <laughs> Ooh, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Come to Anthony's hole in a wall, <laughs> and so will Do he. I- <laughs> Here's a sandwich and your prize. <laughs> you gonna- Leave your pride at yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah. a shot of hot dog water. Uh, so we open up with a quote. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Man, it's like I haven't been here for a while. You don't want numbers? Give, give us the numbers. All right. All right. We had a $30 million budget. Opening weekend made $22.2 million. And the worldwide gross is $180.9 million. Huh, I guess they would probably... We're gonna do a sequel. <laughs> I didn't. Th- I mean, this was they recorded all at the same time, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, it was all like it was known that it was going to be released in two parts, uh, so it wasn't, I guess, a sequel per se. But yeah. it's volume one and volume two. Sorry, I had to throw in numbers. That's okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, we see a battered up Uma Thurman in, in black and white. Where she's got a wedding gown. Uh. The hand reaches down, the handkerchief has Bill embroidered on it, kind of cleans up her face. She looks up and then, blammo, yeah. gets shot in the head, blood splatter. Straight to that face. And then you see fourth film by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I mean, who would look at Uma Thurman's face and be like, you know what that needs? One more hole. Not this guy. No, because them <laughs> nostrils the alone. <laughs> Jesus. Girls got some nostrils. She like. needs a lot of oxygen. <laughs> you know what? I was really kind of crazy thought when I thought about this because she looks so fit and trim in this movie. Is I didn't realize they postponed or held off like, filming because she was pregnant. She was pregnant, right? So she had yeah. to. And then she came in and just nailed this. Just like, oh well, okay, make the rest of us women look like assholes. You gotta, you gotta have them friggin' big four barrel carbs on that friggin' four fifty four big block that she is fucking machine. <laughs> You know, okay. Jesus. Wow. Wow. That's a descriptor of a woman I've yeah, never heard. Yeah, no shit. Uh, also, hey, you'll make multi-million dollars if you get in shape really fast. That probably helps too. Yeah. Also, we're going to well, that... pay for your dietitian and trainer. Exactly. There it is. There it is. So, but I do love the song "Bang Bang" that rolls over the opening. Yes, yeah. "Bang Bang." I've heard many versions of it, and they're all excellent. I think this is the original. This is the Sinatra version. I thought Nancy. it was written by Cher. I thought it was written by Sonny. I think Cher did the original, didn't she? I have no idea. I didn't look this up. I don't know yeah, who I sings it in this one, but I thought but. it was. I thought it was the Nancy Sinatra version because I'm pretty sure there's like you know a, a playlist that's uh, it may be songs in the from Tarantino and Cher. and it was Nancy Sinatra because that was the version my sister and I learned when we used to play out at the Little Grill out there. Oh, no. uh, it was written by Sonny Bono, but this is the Nancy, Nancy Sinatra, Sinatra version. It's a great song. Uh, Vanilla Fudge has an excellent version of it as well. Or, uh, and the, the meta, the, 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 I don't know. Vanilla Fudge. 
Vanilla Fudge did it, and then there was a kind of a 90s or early 2000s band, but it sounded like they were an old 70s kind of retro band that did an awesome version of it as well, and I can't think of their name right. Me- Metrophonics? Green Metrophonics. Jelly. Green Jello. Green Jello. Yeah, definitely Green Jello. <laughs> their version's pretty kick-ass also. Um, so, yes, Bang Bang. Um, we'll get the list of names and all the characters, you know, like so-and-so as so-and-so. We'll get to them, but it, just giving you your I whole liked cast how they. I like how they opened that, though. I do With too, because the, the way they did the credits specifically. At some uh, somewhere in the '90s, we just decided we don't need to open movies anymore. Like, let's make people like yeah. not realize they're at a fucking theater watching a movie. Like, no, give me the big title card, give me the big production. They used to fucking have entire orchestra pieces, as you had the whole opening credits and everything. Like, yeah, I know I'm here at a movie, so let me get this fucking movie experience. So it is cool that he brought that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did like it also because you know you get more of music. I like that's what I miss about old title cards is you get like full ass songs. Yeah. I I don't need you I don't need I mean this is a bit of a cold open but we don't need to just jump right into it and you know Oh fuck this is a movie. I didn't know until the very end when it finally said the title. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> so Also I don't need a whole movie after the movie. Correct. Um but I didn't write out all the characters, you know, the opening credits here, because we'll we'll meet them anyway, so mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Uh, another little card pops up. Cha- uh, chapter one, two. Yeah, so, the number two, circle. Okay. Already starting out of order. Thank you, Quentin. <laughs> you know, you would think maybe just once. Just once. Just do something in order. Just in order. How about in I order? Mean, Maybe Jackie Brown was. That was a one and done for me, so I have no idea if that movie was. Yeah, I need to rewatch that one sometime to see, because I wasn't that impressed with it, but maybe if I watched it again, I'd be more impressed. Maybe. Because same thing happened with The Hateful Eight. I wasn't really a big fan of it, then when I watched it again, I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Well, I feel like Hateful Eight has a lot of like hidden things that, in, in Tarantino fashion, unless you watch it like three or four times, you're not You're going to miss a lot. It. I don't yeah. know that all of his movies, I don't think this one does that, but this is, an, this is like strict homage to, a, you know, the seventies, seventies and kung fu cinema, Asian cinema. So, uh, probably a lot less Easter eggs and just like more like winks at stuff that I probably don't know near as much about. Like, there's I'm probably missing a bunch of little like tips of the cap I mean, to things. Yeah. Well, I mean, he even tips his own hat to his own damn movies. So you know, of course he will. <laughs> um, but Uma pulls up to a house. Very nice suburban neighborhood. Got a sweet ass leather jacket. Mm. Her, yeah, I love ninety percent of her clothing. In this yeah, movie. she she looks good. Um, it's just it's a cool little. I mean, just jeans and a leather jacket. But I was like, that's a fucking sweet ass jacket. She kind of looks like uh, Arnold's character in Last Action Hero, with the tight jeans and the boots and the brown leather jacket. <sighs> yeah, and a little red undershirt. She's she's pulling yeah. a jacket. And I'm an appreciator of a fine leather jacket. You know, like a, yeah. just a cool ass leather jacket. I got a few of them myself. I live in Texas, though, so they just stay on the hanger. Yeah. Break hangers like a motherfucker. Those things are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Vivica Fox's house. Uh, we immediately, as soon as she opens the door, we get like the 70s color washing of the film and sound effects. Like, you know, the, like, It's that cool overlay. Yeah, like, like you're watching the fucking $6 million man or something like that. <laughs> I literally was dreaming in that sound. I woke up to hearing that in my head. It, I'm like, it's no. Awesome. So quick <laughs> Did I have my Hanzo out? I was worried. 
worried. I'm like, somebody's going to murder me. I'm going to get punched in the face. murder that pussy. Damn. (laughs) So we get a a flashback to her. She's pregnant, falling to the ground. Uma Thurman pregnant, falling to the ground, right? Punches her right in the face. Break into a big fight. Just fighting all over the house here. I we mean, get a glass table that may or may not have been unloaned from Stallone. We don't yeah. Know. What what happened to my table? <laughs> I mean, at least it was. How are you going to shit on it, it now? <laughs> I mean, they cleaned it because because it's gets from Stallone. Ass basically Sparta kicked through it. Yeah. Uh, and she uh, Uma gets thrown through uh, a shelf with all you know breakable trinkets, and this is very obviously stunt woman Zoe Bell, who is also mm. the. Uh, the helpful little lady on uh, Hateful Eight. But there's quite a few times you can tell, and probably because she was, you know, just had a baby, but uh, Zoe Bell's doing a lot of the stuff here. And it, it's kind of obvious, but I think that also is probably a nod. You know, like, they before they got really good at either pairing actors up or actors doing their own stunts, like, you could tell all of a sudden it's this huge jack dude with a really bad wig <laughs> flying through the window yeah. and not actually yeah. the main star of the movie. Yeah. Like, it was obvious. I mean, they just clearly move differently everything about them is different. yeah completely and i think tarantino's a better filmmaker to make that not noticeable so i think this was very intentional since he's trying to do that a whole 70s retro feel with this <laughs> yeah the actor's like i can do my own stunts like no 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 this is part of it like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden uma thurman has a beard <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it's great i mean they're using frying pans and fucking any and everything they can <laughs> Yeah, yeah I it mean, gets, it, like, Uma comes running into the kitchen, almost gets a knife to the face, but also picks up a frying pan. Like, the reflexes on this is insane. Yeah, and so I love the, the 70s kung fu flick feel cut in with modern day stuff, like when the daughter gets home from school and they just pause and... Both put the knives behind their put back. Put the knives behind As she, like, slowly a... walks up to the door yeah. and then comes in and has a whole conversation. It's, <laughs> it's what happened in here, whatever. They're all bloody I... and stuff, like... Yeah. The, dog, the damn dog acting a fool. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how they're like this big ass huge fight framed right in front of this big ass huge mirror or not window. Mirror, window, yeah. window. Like clearly anybody walking down the street would see this. Well, the whole damn like, school bus pulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is your mom getting her ass kicked in there right now? Uh, probably. <laughs> but I do like that. The one thing that I did like really in this section was um, how Vivica was like eyeing Uma like with the bus outside going, please don't, please don't, please don't. My kid, my kid, yeah, my kid. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like, uh, so then uh, Uma says her name, but it's bleeped out. Like they always bleep out her name because we're not allowed to know that until. Oh, it's Vivica that says it, that her name, right? Not Uma. Oh, I thought the oh, girl I think they both asked her name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gets yeah. bleeped out, and uh, I don't think we actually get to know the name until like towards the end of Volume Two. We finally get the. No, it's actually on the plane unless ticket. You're obs- yeah, unless you're observing, it's on the plane. That's ticket. That's the only time Tokyo. it's ever known. Yeah. It's always yeah, bleeped from out. O- Okinawa to Tokyo. Otherwise, she's known she's... as the Bride or Black Mamba, right? Hmm. Yeah, but you have to be quick to notice it. Yeah. So I was listening to, uh, coincidentally, someone else doing a episode on Volume Two recently and they even on their own podcast to bleep out the name every time really? they say it. i was like okay that's a bit much everybody has seen know. these Did you don't it... need to keep that up for old qt we should do edited versions fine. of our show where we just bleep out random words not even the cuss words like we're just, 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 <laughs> just <laughs> be like those uh sesame street youtube videos where they put bleeps in to make it sound like they're cussing i love those yeah 
Nothing makes yeah. my day happier your than when you bird. randomly send me the link to your shit. <laughs> shit <bird. laughs> um, all right. So anyway, they're like, kids like yeah, whatever. And I mean, she's she's a kid. Okay, kids I are dumb. A, I don't give a fuck. Like, or I just don't care. I'm going upstairs. See you later. And well, mom's pissed and is like, "Get your ass to your room. We gotta have an adult." Yeah. So we get the voice over here saying, "This is Vernita Green. Her code name is." Copperhead. Copperhead. Uma's Black Mamba. So. I should have been Black Mamba. Yeah, I should have been Black Mamba. Obvious reasons. Uh, making making coffee and now they're like. This is, you want some coffee? Just kind of hanging out, but <laughs> yeah, still very yeah. pissed. And, Bleeding. Uh, it's like, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you in front of your baby girl. And uh, Vernita's like, well, I fucked you over bad. I get that. And you have every right to want to get even. Oh, to get even, I'd have to kill you, your little girl, your husband when he gets home. That'd be just about square. And then she does the does square the same square thing, thing like Pulp yeah. Fiction. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, Which don't know if I remember correctly, isn't there a, like in Pulp Fiction? Uma Thurman talks about her favorite show or movie or whatever, like the Death Force Five or whatever. Like, yes, Fox Force Five. Yeah, Fox Force yeah. Five. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. It's kind of the same kind of premise as what's going on in this movie. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that, maybe that's where he got the idea for it. Um, yeah. Basically, so, Vivica's trying to avoid the in- inevitable of settling of business after fucking her up. Correct, because nobody expected her to survive a gunshot to the head from this bill person that we just saw the hand of. Yeah. Uh, that fuck around check came back, and she's finding out right now. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is find out o'clock. And so she's like, I don't intend to kill you in front of your daughter, well, but we well, have... Well, if it isn't the repercussions of my own actions. Yes. <laughs> I, love I, love I love that one. Yep. Um, so we've got unfinished business there's not a damn thing you have done including getting knocked up in the past four years is going to change that like I don't give a fuck that you have a kid Mm -mm. I'm still going to kill you sucks still going to kill you and I like when are we going to when are you when do you want to die like let's pick a time for me to kill you (laughs) what a question sunrise top of the 250 stairs (laughs) 2082 (laughs) Paris yeah Paris Paris at dawn Uh, how about tonight great Baseball Diamond will have us a little knife fight. And then they banter some as Vernita's uh, getting out the cereal box, going to make her daughter some cereal, then spins around and shoots a gun through the cereal box. Missed by a for, for, for an assassin. Yeah. Not great. She not sucks. great shot. Yeah. So misses. So Uma, what? Throws a knife. Let go she... of the coffee mug and kicks it yeah. as a distraction. And then just, boom, throws a knife directly into her chest. Turns around. Buried the... that thing in. The daughter's standing there, so we get our opening line about your mother had it coming. Um, yeah, I actually wrote this one down because I love this quote. It was not my intention to, for me to do this in front of you. For that, I'm sorry. But you can take my word for it. Your mother had it coming. When you grow up, if you still feel raw about it, I'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've said the exact Just, same thing wow. to my kids. and be like, and next time, knock. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> oh wow so she goes back to her truck <laughs> crosses, <laughs> crosses off number two vernita green we see number one oren is already crossed off of course fucking tarantino um, and this is where we get the chapter then, name from what because this is where we get the chapter this chapter one name from right 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 and uh so then she drives off and we see the uh pussy wagon makes its first appearance drink. Yeah, I have a drink every time you hear the word pussy in this episode. Yeah, or uh, I mean, so Tarantino actually owns this, and like we'll drive around L.A. and it. Sometimes. I read that. I read that. 
It's been a couple you music videos too, right? Like a Missy yeah, Elliott video and like it out to people. Yeah. Beyonce and Lady Gaga had it for I think, like that, telephone yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, why not? It, it exists now. There is a vehicle in the world that is <laughs> the Ponzi wagon. I'm responsible for putting this into the world. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. That's right. So there we go. Chapter two. The Blood Spattered Bride. Four years, six months earlier in El Paso. This is not what Marty Robbins had in mind. <laughs> I swore that it said Wichita Falls, but then like then later it's like El Paso. But I swear the first time it was like Wichita Falls and then El Paso. But no. But yeah, they're a long ways apart from each other. Very, yeah. Yeah, that and the white hats galore should have given you the the heads up, the good yeah. guy nod. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that has to do with being Wichita Falls or El Paso. I'm sure people in Wichita Falls have white hats also. Well, you know, it's too, it's Texas too, is kind of known for its for its white hat nonsense. I think that white hood nonsense, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed I, I, it. I've been to West Texas. It's uh, it's hoodie out Ooh. there. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they say. Everybody out there has got a, a clean white sheets under their bed. Yes. <laughs> oh no, no. They put Don't on their bed sheets and go riding That's around. That's my good ones. Yeah, <laughs> those are my riding sheets. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a crime scene, no. just bodies everywhere. Uh, cops are <laughs> cops are I'm like working it. You know, you see the little the little pl- evidence placards, the numbers, and then pictures. I love and... that the bodies were outlined. <laughs> oh yeah, I we need we need a fucking case of chalk for this fucking thing. I mean, good lord. Um, up drives Earl. Looking like a complete fucking douchebag. He's got his whole dashboard is lined with different shades of sunglasses. Yeah, all like aviators <laughs> in different colors, like yeah. different shades. Like for like, every every lighting every lighting instance, he's got a pair of aviators for. Yeah, I don't know why, but as soon as you see that, you're like, oh, this guy's a prick. Like something about that one little detail, and you're like, oh, this dude sucks. Got well, how in the hell is he keeping the? I put one pair of sunglasses on the freaking dash, and now all of a sudden they're on the passenger side floor. First turn I take, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then I have the little holder up top, you know, a little click yeah. down. And then I never think about them. So they just sit up there. And then when I finally go, oh, yeah, I have sunglasses up there. They're 400 degrees when I try <laughs> to put them on, melt my face. So I, anyway, Earl doesn't give shit. He, I mean, he, you live in West Texas. You're used to everything being scalding hot, I guess. Um, <laughs> you have burnt your fingertips off. Yeah. You have no more nerve endings in your body. They're all singed. So you uh-huh. kick ass. Um <laughs> Uh, so the massacre, he walks in and the other cops like, yeah, full on massacre of the bridegroom, reverend, reverend's wife, even the fella playing the organ. But that's not exactly what he's saying. No, yeah, no. Yeah. And this is, this is the, this is the one why? time that Tarantino's like, well, we can't say the N word in this one. Come on. Yeah. He, they, <laughs> they, they, yeah. They settle for colored fella. They use a colored fella <laughs> instead of an N word. It's. Oh my God. Uh, Tarantino's that. like, if we're going to, if we're going to replace my, my precious N word, then. I get a longer shot of Uma Thurman's get, feet. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the deal. <laughs> I don't think there's get, a single N word in this. No, I don't think there nope. is. Like I said, I can't no. imagine. He's just feeling constipated as hell at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he had, had him to get out of his system. He's like, these are my laxatives, but I must save them up so for other movies. That, I have ideas. After these two, was Django his next movie? Is that why it's like got the record for the most uses <laughs> of that word He's ever? Like, got to get rid of these. <laughs> I've got oh the N word in my heart. <laughs> I just made over four <laughs> hours of movie and didn't use it once. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> it's in my heart. That's awful. Yeah. That is so fucked up. 
fucked. It's not wrong though. No. Um, so they're tr- they're trying to blame it on the Mexican mafia. Uh, the name on the wedding certificate is fake, and they know it's fake, so they're just calling her the bride. Uh, she was pregnant. That really sucks. And then she coughs like, "Holy shit, she ain't dead." We didn't get to the hospital right <laughs> and now. He says, "Son yeah, number one." Son number one. <laughs> This call tall drink a cocksucker ain't cocksucker dead. Ain't yes. Dead. Yes, that's I was just like, the hell is that? Just no, you fucker. This is a pregnant you know woman on her wedding day with a bullet in her head. You're gonna refer to her as a tall <laughs> drink cock- cocksucker? A cocksucker. Obviously she's not. She's pregnant, bro. <laughs> that ain't where she's taking her loads. Didn't, he didn't say tall drink a swallower. <laughs> just well, you said we'll call her little Debbie. Because she is taking some cream pies up in oh, here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Someone gave her a nut like, or butter. No, I need a shower. Bye. <laughs> or a nutty buddy now. There's another nutty, nutty buddies, buddies, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, if she'd, she's got cream she'd, pie with some nutty buddies. If buddy. she'd have taken that nutter in the butter, she wouldn't be in that position. <laughs> Good God. That's just the worst. <laughs> So we cut to her in the hospital, as if this episode could get any more disturbing. Um, we get the woman, we just were, you know, behind this woman as she's walking into the hospital. We get the, the whistle, the song. And yeah. I didn't know what it was, but thank you to subtitles. We, yeah, yeah, Bernard, we got... Did you Bernard like, Herman's Twisted Nerve. Twisted Nerve, there it is. I didn't know that's what it was called for like I ever. I've, I've whistled that for so long. Like just I'm walking down the road whistling, I'll whistle that and I forgot where I got it from until I rewatched this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I wonder how many people hear that and go, oh, fucking creepy, oh shit. <laughs> Me. I'm the one that says it every time. Yeah. Um, this is Daryl Hannah with a... Uh, sorry. This, this is her rewatch debut, ain't it? Yeah, I don't think Daryl Hannah. No, no, she was here in uh, Blade Runner. Oh, uh, touche. Yeah, Daryl Hannah lo- still Hannah. looking lovely at age forty-three, which I should not say still because that's a year younger than me, and I'm still looking lovely. I would say. So. I forgot that she was married to Tom Petty. Oh shit! Yeah, you'll forget that happened. <laughs> Is she responsible for his death? No. Was she? Was <laughs> no. she the big divorce that inspired Wildflowers? I no, I don't. No, because I know that whole album. Been was... married since like 2013. Oh, so it was after Wildflowers. Yeah, there was some divorce he was going through that spawned the entire album of Wildflowers, and then the soundtrack for She's the One, which was like songs they didn't make the cut for Wildflowers. He's like, ah, hey, here, have them for your fucking movie or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that soundtrack did have. Was that a great song that was on that soundtrack? Uh, Walls. Oh yeah, Walls is a great song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. like Tom Petty, like a shitty Tom Petty song, still better than ninety percent of anything anybody else can write. Yeah, like he, I it's love amazing. Tom his Petty. Friggin', yeah, what a goddamn Dude, tragedy. Fucking amazing. Correction, to I Tom, love his music. Which, no one's gonna go to a Tom Petty concert anymore. But you go to a Tom Petty concert, he's gonna play for <laughs> three fucking hours, and you're gonna sit down, and you're gonna be like, "Dude, he cannot play one more song that I know. He's played every single song that I know." And then he's gonna start the next song, and you'll be like, "Holy fuck, I love this song!" Oh, yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like put out a greatest hits, and then he started writing his best albums. Like Jesus Christ. Nice, dude, can you fucking <laughs> let's put these to rest and start something new? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tom Petty, what a legend! Um, so yeah, you know, she's playing L Driver, yeah, she's L Driver. Um, I do like the eye patch, is cool, but the fucking coolest thing she's got going on is her jacket, but all the buttons and the patterns and everything are drawn onto it. Like that's they're not, all in red. That's too, not actually those... a belt around the jacket. That's just drawn. drawn that's on. the pattern drawn on the jacket. The big buttons, like it looks like an old pea coat or something. But 
it's all just actually the drawing, or <laughs> maybe not actually drawn, but just the the pattern yeah. of the fabric. Yeah. It's, I was it's like, that's the coolest like, fucking thing ever. Oh yeah, no, I paused yeah. this for a while when she's putting on them white stockings and her little nurse's <laughs> outfit. I'm like, I'm gonna take a few minutes for myself, a little self care. You know, I'm gonna treat myself. <laughs> I always wondered, like, it's really late at night. Like, you can obviously tell it's late at night, and no one stops her. Like, she draws so much attention to herself between the whistling and the outfit that she's wearing. I'm just going to follow and watch her changing like, a little nurse's outfit. I'm going to be like, <laughs> my name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck. You know? There you go. Um, if she, yeah, if it just yeah. goes to show as long as you walk around like, like you're supposed to be there, then everybody just assumes you're supposed to be there. Nobody does or says shit. <laughs> it's true. Touche. Um, but yeah, I was just like, uh, anybody? This is obviously after visiting hours. <laughs> I'm like 100 episodes nope. in, and nobody even noticed I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you again? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we get the little split screen of Uma being a coma patient and uh, Daryl Hannah changing into her nurse outfit, and then as yeah, as she but it's walks like the into, old school nurse's outfit that hasn't been quite slutified yet. Right, not quite. It's close. I mean, it, but it's not. It's it, I think it's supposed to be the seventies, right? He just yeah, I assume this is what nurses look like know. in the seventies. I've got. I don't think it's the seventies. Travel back in time just to hurt cell myself. Phone. Right, I just mean the aesthetic he's going for. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Touche, yeah. Because uh, she even has a little cap, the white cap. Yeah, the cap. So she gets to Uma Thurman's room, and then we cut back to just a single shot, because obviously they're in the same room. We don't need the split screen anymore. And we finally Oh, fun... Get- yeah. Sorry, really quick fun fact. That the medication that she draws up in her syringe is B12. It's the only medication in the world that is naturally that color. In case you were I didn't even notice the color. I didn't know that B12 was a medication. I thought it was a bingo number. <laughs> nope, B12 is a medication. I used to get those in or a bomber. shots. I was, was going to say, yeah, isn't that like you'd get that B12 shot? It's like a vitamin, and then you're all super yeah. hyped up and energetic for like a week or two? No, well, I that? wouldn't say. Is there a thing that does that that's not cocaine? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, B12. It's I used to <laughs> go get your B12 shot, bro. <laughs> so I have Hashimoto's. I'm boofing some B12 over I, here. I have some issues with energy so for a long for a while i used to have to get shots in my butt of b12 for a week no it doesn't hype you up like that but it you know you feel more oh, hell how about an a4 in that butt huh girl <laughs> <laughs> just yelling up being numbers be now it. <laughs> <laughs> but can um, we also stop and talk about the fact that daryl's eye patch now has the red cross on it <laughs> Oh, well, she's, she's, she's got a different she eye patch. Changes. changes the eye patch even. That's a nice detail. Uh, so we get her name is L Drivers, who said she's known as the California Mountain Snake. That is a long ass code name. Yeah. CMS for short. Quite a few syllables in this one. <laughs> I thought code names were supposed to be like concise and right, quick. You're, you Bill, get... I don't think you understand a nickname. The purpose. <laughs> yeah. If I have to get on radio... Made a made a California mountain like it's just too long. Now I've already crashed. You know, like <laughs> this is this isn't doing anybody any good. You get Bill, one syllable. I've got six fucking syllables, Bill. <laughs> I, this is why I didn't make the cut for the uh, whatever the, the the assassins team because every time they'd call me on the radio, I'm like, I'm a snake. <laughs> I was gonna say that later, fucker. <laughs> All right, so she's she's talking to the bride. She's like, "I'm doing you a luxury by letting you die in your sleep," and she's going to start the injection when she gets a phone call, and it's Bill, and he's like, "Hey, don't do that. Uh, we done a lot of things to that lady, and if she wakes up, then we'll do a lot more." Yeah, but you don't, and you still don't see Bill. 
Nope. Okay. Still don't see Bill. Just He's just hanging voice. out in the closet. Oh, God. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> At least I didn't get it. <laughs> That's how uh, he, he died. Cool. I don't. I'm. I'm assuming every listener knows who plays Bill, but just in case, you know, we'll get there next week. I guess. Yeah, we don't see him this week. Um. So she gets to live, and then four years later, she's still in a coma. Coma for forty years. Suddenly wakes up. All these memories come flooding back in. You know. Oh shit! I was shot in the head. That's weird. That seems like the one thing you would not remember. Like, don't you tend to block out the immediate, like before and after the traumatic event? <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't have remembered Jack for all, but you know, then again, you don't knock against her own head and hear clink clink. <laughs> right, you know? eh, but then again, you know. Also, Tarantino's she wouldn't have been just four years later would like have just that. snapped up like that either. Um, and then realizes she's not pregnant, and so you know has to come Loses to terms with shit. that and cry for a while, which would make sense. Like, okay, <laughs> I got a whole lot of shit to process right now. Uh, here's someone coming, so she pretends to be asleep. And uh, probably a bad idea. Like, But I will say, you know, it's impressive that not only does she pretend to fall asleep, but she's able to drop down all of her own vitals after the freak out that she was right. having yeah, she's a in deadly like 12 assassin. seconds. She is a deadly assassin. She knows how to control that shit. That's impressive. Uh, so the, the orderly brings in an absolute shitbag who's paid, what, for 30 minutes with her? Trucker. Like 20 minutes is what they said. Yeah, minutes. but yeah, the, so this orderly has been pimping her out for four years. Letting people come in and fuck a coma patient like this yeah, is yeah. I literally wrote down everything that he says in this, this is, scene because it is just so fucked. Um, <laughs> I also like how he's got a cross predominantly displayed on the front. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't the Elvis sunglasses and the cross. I just oh yes, can't. the sunglasses. Uh, so this, these are all details that you know. This guy is a prick. Yeah, the weird at sunglasses again, but just a different kind. Yeah. Um, the price is uh, seventy five dollars. A fuck, my friend. What? Yeah. And don't don't what? don't leave any marks. Sometimes yeah. she gets rule, dry, so use this. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Rule well, number she's one. A spitter. Don't punch, even <laughs> if she's rule she spits, number one. No punching her. Yeah. Nurse comes in tomorrow, and she got her shiner, less some teeth that jigs up. So no knuckle sandwiches under no circumstances. And by this way, this constant spitter, it's a motor reflex thing. But spit or no, no punching. Are we absolutely positively clear on rule number one? Gross. <laughs> That's rule number one. Rule yeah. number two, no monkey bites, no hickeys. In fact, no leaving, no marks of no kind. After that, it's all good, buddy. And then the nastiest jar of Vaseline. <gasps> yeah. The ones like like hair. Hair. And the plumbing Poop. don't work downstairs, so feel free. To yeah. yeah. Poop, <sighs> hair. <laughs> the it's, hair. That's... <laughs> God damn! Sure. I was like, "How fucking depraved and disgusting!" It's just the lowest just, fucking thing. And oh, God, well, imagine. Okay, so you wake up after four years. You don't know exactly how long you, but you're like, "Okay, I'm waking up in the hospital. Obviously, I've been in a coma. I'm no longer pregnant." Oh, and apparently, I've been raped. Yeah, <laughs> repeatedly for years. That's that's great. I was pregnant when I fell asleep. I woke up with herpes. This is not a good choice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, Buck is just the lowest life piece of twat yeah, trash. So, his mama should have swallowed him. Yes. Uh, the guy who's about to, you know, get his sex on is Jonathan Lauren, who is uh, from the Adam Sandler Yes, yeah, so he was the Adam Sandler. He's like one a, of that, he was the one that screams, you're a hooker, at the beginning of Grandma's Boy. <laughs> and it's like yeah. the cross-eyed guy in, in Waterboy. Waterboy, yeah. Did you yeah. just make a joke? 
Yeah. <laughs> yep, that guy. That guy. Anyway, uh, it doesn't go well because he, as soon as he climbs in, she bites his lip. And then it cuts to her being covered in blood and crawling away. I love the cartoon silly putty, like, lip stretch. The, yeah. The laugh, yeah, the laffy taffy lip pole stretch. Like, oh, good. So, good for you, girl. And so it's, I guess, you know, four years, some muscle atrophy. Like, you, not all your limbs are going to be. It's weird that her arms work. I mean, lucky I that mean, her arms it's, work, but. Yeah, she would not be able to move shit if it's been four years. Even if, I mean, as nurses, we would be going in to make sure to rotate her and roll her for bed sores and things like that, make sure none of that happens. But she wouldn't be able to move anything. Right. But whatever. It's a, it's a movie. Um, orderly comes back in because time's up, sees the dude's dead. And uh, she pulls a pet cemetery and slices oh, yeah. his Achilles tendon. Oh, I God. loved it. Ever since I've oh, seen I a loved pet it. cemetery, I'm always like, Worried that mm. some shit heel little kid's gonna slice open my fucking ankle like that. That's what that's I said. That's I a fair. No, I don't take any chances. <laughs> little kids get kicked on the floor. You're getting kicked. <laughs> yeah. That's why Rosemary cries whenever he's around. Laura <laughs> <laughs> takes her away. <laughs> See, I'm like, Anthony kicks her every time. Yeah, but I make sure I'm always carrying her whenever <laughs> Anthony comes over. Stop giving her knives for God's sakes. <laughs> Look, I don't We're know. Te- Teaching her young. I don't know where she keeps hiding things. She's just pulling out of nowhere. It's like, where the fuck does this keep coming from? Um, no, she's so, friends with Pennywise. Yeah. So then she keeps asking him, "Where's Bill?" As she's slamming his head in the door. He's like, "I don't know who the fuck Bill is. What are you talking? Goddamn, with my head and my ankle. What the fuck are you doing, lady?" <laughs> yeah, doesn't even give him like a second to answer. It's just like, "Wham! Where's Bill? Yeah. Wham!" Like I can't even think. You just do you know what you just slammed my head with? Like. Yeah, uh, so now she's getting flashbacks. So she's been not completely in a coma this entire four years because she has a vague memory of him standing at the foot of her bed and, and the line, my name's Buck and I'm here to fuck. So she just <laughs> proceeds to smash him to death. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yes, rightfully absolutely. So. I love that you get, you get a look of his legs just like twitching. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not, a, not an easy death for old Buck and that's just what he deserved. Good. Yeah. That's fine with me. I ain't mad at it. So then she steals his shades, which were corny and sleazy on him. And as soon as she puts them on, I'm like, fuck, cool. Sex. Yeah, absolutely cool. <laughs> yeah. And, you, if, and then his keys have and then the, the keys. pussy wagon. Guess what? Yep, the keys to the pussy wagon. So she gets in a wheelchair and gets out to the garage. And it's like, how am I going to know which car is hit? Oh, uh, yeah. Big, yeah. big ass. <laughs> big ass, bright yellow truck. Canary with big yellow pink with letters. Pussy wagon. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, it's got to uh, be in pink. Did everybody notice that the license plate said PSY WGN 2 Pussy Wagon? Oh, no, I did not, but of course it did. Just stop it. I want to know how this ass hat got a job at a hospital. That seems to be like that. in Pulp Fiction, it's a, there's a big keychain that's got the Z on it, too. I wonder what. Tarantino's keychain is that he carries around for his vehicles. Probably pussy uh, wagon because he, he has, has a pussy wagon. It's probably, a yeah. QT with a couple of feet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of the lanyards with like all of the keychains from all of his movies. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, so she she crawls into it, you know, is laying across the, the seat and she's working on moving her toes. So here we just get a whole lot of Uma foot. I'd uh, also like to point out that the seats inside are red leather. So, um, question is: Is that pussy on its rag? I guess. I mean, the seats aren't pink; they're red. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I guess it's there, just... so the blood doesn't stain. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I... just thinking. I was thinking about how he's like, we get a whole lot of Uma foot, which is also what I say whenever I stub my toe on anything. Uma foot. 
get out. Just get out. <laughs> so, yet another flashback of a whole gang of people standing over her. Uh, we see Ella Driver. We see Vernita. We also see Michael Madsen and Lucy Liu. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did see their names at the beginning of this movie. And then uh, camera zooms in on Lucy, and it's, you know, that's Oren, chapter three. The she, right? Something yeah, like that, o- like the Oren, eyes are two different. It's, it's Oren Ishii. She's a member of the Deadly Viper Assassination Squad, and her code name is Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth Kings. That's right. Um, so we get the history of <laughs> Oren. Chapter three is her history. She's half Japanese, half Chinese American army brat who saw her parents get murdered at the age of nine. And so this cuts into an old like anime. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, cool cut, too. Like old it's school. Old yeah, cartoon It's not your, like, cutesy. It's not your cutesy anime. It's it's your traditional No, this ain't school. your mama's anime. No. But this is when you learn about Boss Matsumoto and it's pedophilia. Yeah, because every corner of the world is just full of perverts. And you know what? That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Uh, but those whole animation sequence is, is pretty cool. Um, you know, people coming in. Dad's putting up quite a good fight, but then, you know, gets ran through, sword to the head. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll end yeah. you quick. Uh, Mom gets thrown under the bed, and then they stab down through her and the bed, and the sword just barely misses Ren. She was hiding underneath the bed, watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she swore f- revenge. Lucky for her, the dude was a pedophile, so she could act as her own bait. Like, oh. Uh, at age 11 she got her revenge and the cartoon starts getting almost as much blood in this cartoon as there is in a tarantino movie i was gonna say this 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 almost sets it up for the rest of the movie as to what you're and just complete sprays like Mm -hmm. again with the 70s throwback like someone just hooked up a fucking hose to a dummy (laughs) and just full blast Blood pressure is no longer an issue. Yeah. By uh, by the age of 20, she was one of the top assassins in the world. At 25, she took part in the killing of nine innocent people, including my unborn daughter, at a small wedding chapel in El Paso, Texas. But she made one big mistake. She should have killed 10. Boom. Yes. Because she's alive. <laughs> it, that, that, I think that's what the implication was there, yeah. I did it. <laughs> I put it together. <laughs> So we cut back to Uma, who finally gets her big toe to move. She's like, now for all the other little piggies. Thir- 13 hours, 13 hours later, she steps out, gets into the front seat, and drives away. Just 13 hours to overcome four years of Atrophy. muscle atrophy. Yep. I, that's what happens when you you're and, and she says entropy in this, which drives me nuts, because that's not the same thing. That's not thing. the word. That's, right. that's not the word. I'm like, come on. Come on. Do it right. Do, it Do right. the thing. If you're going to lie about 13 hours, then at least say the right shit. What is entropy? Like the culmination of multiple actions or something like that? Yeah, basically. Whereas atrophy is the right. Opposite. Well, hey, she can, she's got Buck to thank for that because he kept guys in there keeping her muscles moving. Yeah, that's... <laughs> kept the blood flowing. It's science. science. Maybe. It's science. Hey, you are the resident scientist. Um, you are. Yeah. So she buys a one-way ticket to Okinawa. We get chapter four, the man from And I've Okinawa. done that flight. Basically, almost what she did. I went from Chicago to San Francisco, San Fran to Tokyo, Tokyo to Okinawa. That was a 19-hour trip and a 14-hour time difference. I was so jet-lagged. Yeah, probably. She, however, is <laughs> a super assassin, so she wasn't. She's totally fine. Just yeah. walks into this restaurant, sit down at the bar. 
there's a dude there, you know, making the sushi. It's like a little sushi place. And she just looks like, like a college kid or something. Like she's playing it up like a tourist. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I, I think I know yeah. some Japanese. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, your pronunciation is good. You have the Japanese tongue. You're like, you, you actually can pronounce these as well. And he's yelling into the and, back, like, we yeah. have a customer bring out the tea, goddammit. And it's like an old <laughs> comedy gag. Like it's a fucking Carol. Uh, who's the Carol? Burnett? Oh, Carol Burnett. Carol show. Burnett. Yeah. yeah, like it seems like some skit they would be doing where he's yeah. just like trying. But to everybody talk. is that nice. That guy's nice. Like, right. I just in Okinawa is traditionally that nice. Well, he keeps but... turning around and screaming into the back like <laughs> Will Ferrell in fucking wedding. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> oh, you're. I will is say, good. bring out. The, I told you the tea. <laughs> and it's like he just keeps going with it. It's like okay, I get it. It's a bit. The, the one thing that was annoying me, though, during this whole transaction, just because I've been, is that they don't speak traditional Japanese. And they made this whole big, like, cutesy thing about her pronunciation. I'm like, they don't speak traditional Japanese in Okinawa. So, well, okay, but if shenanigans a little there. tourist comes in, like, I know some Japanese words, then it'd be like, oh, cool, you can speak some Japanese. Not, He's not having a fucking casual conversation with a local. I know, but still, it drove me nuts. <laughs> um... So anyway, she's going through that, and he's making her sushi, and uh, she orders warm sake. Which I don't like warm sake. I've had, and it's fine. And sake bombs are. God, there was one time, someplace in North Hollywood, when I had an apartment there, like a block or so away, was a rock and roll sushi place where they had like Elvis impersonators on the stage as you sat and had like sushi and sake, and they did a bunch of sake bombs. And then as we were walking back to the apartment, just vomited all over. Uh, mm. Burbank Boulevard. Just wa- like the old walk down the sidewalk puking. <laughs> just, just, ah. Classic move. Yeah. They're like, yeah. so uh, you're done, huh? It's like, Actually, I feel a lot better now. We should- <laughs> let's go I have a drink. I, t- I think that fish was yeah, bad. Yeah, let's go get some more. <laughs> yeah. Let's make yeah, a drink when we get back to the apartment. Um, I like that Hattori's skills are kind of showing through as he's making this sushi, too. The way that he's moving knives around and, and that kind of giving a, a hint that he's yeah. more than just a sushi chef. Well, if we've learned anything from the John Wick universe, it's that every sushi chef is also a deadly assassin. Correct. Every Touche. person is also yes. a deadly assassin. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Except in people. Paris. Paris is the only spot where there seem to be actual civilians. Yeah. Yeah. So that... you, I Didn't you get your membership for the assassination? No? I don't check the mail. Uh, um, so then he finally <laughs> asks, why are you in Japan for a friend? Not quite. And then she says, Hitori Hanzo, and he stops. Fuck. That's we should have had the. I haven't heard that name in a long time, or something like that. But Hitori, <laughs> yeah. um, of course, is played by Sonny Chiba, who is the star of the exact type of movies that Tarantino is paying homage to with his whole Kill Billiverse, uh, the Street Fighter <laughs> run. Killiverse, <laughs> not the Street Fighter like the video game with Van Damme. Uh, those old ones uh, where I think. Remember the Daily Show intro where I had that dude smash another guy's head and it exploded like a watermelon? Yeah. That that mm-hmm. that was all from the old Street Fighter movies, and they had four or five of those. But he did a lot of like the really obno- not obnoxious, but uh, just kind of ridiculous, low budget kung fu flicks like that. Uh, so Sonny Chiba, and uh, she says, "I have some vermin to kill. They must be big rats, huge." Huge. huge 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 rats you have no idea these rats like never, men come up to me tears and i say i've never seen rats this big they say <laughs> <laughs> and they eat their own children i'm sorry but it's true <laughs> um, god damn it <laughs> 
Uh, no, she's yeah, huge, huge rats. Um, so they go up to a super secret quarters, which is you know just the staircase over to the side there, going upstairs. Not very super secret. Yeah. And he's got his wall lined with swords. That's a lot of sentimental. Yeah, and she like <laughs> is looking at him, and he, you know he even says, uh, "Try that." That one there, second down. You know. Second down. And uh, I like we got a cool shot as she pulls it out a little bit uh, out of the sleeve and you like her eyes are reflected in the steel. It's, it's just a cool shot. Um, I keep all these for sentimental value. I don't make swords anymore. She's I like, like how she's like when she's going to the sword, she's almost hesitant to touch it. Like such reverence mm-hmm. for the for the Hanzo's sword, you know, or whatever. And then, yeah, and I think he noticed well, it's a respect that. thing. Yeah. And so none of these are for sale. And she's like, I didn't say sell, give me one. <laughs> Yeah. Who said anything uh, about when, sell? <laughs> who said anything about I was going to give you yen? This is not how this works. And he's like, no, nah, I don't do this shit anymore, and you can't have any of these. So thanks for hunting me down and shit, but uh, that lies behind me. She's like, well, my vermin I have to kill is a former student of yours, so you have a rather large obligation. And he's like, oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you are, and I know what all of this is now. He like turns around and writes it in like the fog on the window yeah, or whatever. Like Bill. Bill. And I was wondering what the hell that that shit was all over the window that he could. It's just yeah. like ew, dude. <laughs> Condensation. You see the one where uh, that was it a TikTok where a guy like sprays the window cleaner and then writes boobies, and then as he goes to clean, he erases the bees off the bottom and it just says boobies. Oh shit! <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, anyway, yeah, he writes Bill in the window. Oh, it's like dust. Anyway, it's like, it'll take me a month to make the sword. I suggest you spend it practicing. And we cut over the mon. This is a truly a non-tage, because there is no Taj to speak of. <laughs> no, not even a little one. There is absolutely no Van Wilder 2 Rise of Taj happening <laughs> here. Just cut to a month later, and she's got her sword. And, uh, but they do kind of like a little like a ceremony, ceremony thing, yeah. Where yeah. like it's just like in Bloodsport when he finishes his training and he's like, "You are not Tanaka," and he half hands the sword over to Van Dam. It's exactly like that. I do like there is oh, one line that he says that I thought was just super cool, where he's like, uh, "If on your journey you should encounter God, God will be cut." Yep, I wrote that exact same <laughs> line too. That's how good this fucking sword is because I'm yeah. same. I'm sympathetic to your uh, your plight here. So we get chapter five. Showdown at the House of the Blue Leaves. And this is where I was like, isn't this the end? Am I at the end already? Damn. Like, this seemed like a really quick watch. This is when I was like, there's still more? <laughs> I thought no, I was like, I'm like, man. I, yeah, I was, I was like the same as Nick. I was like, man, we're almost to the last fight scene here. Yeah, I didn't. It seemed like it went super I don't fast mean that me. in a bad way. Like, I enjoyed the ride all the way to this point. But I'm like, oh, Okay. Yeah, so now we got to get we got to get the big ending, which is also the beginning. Um, so Oren runs this runs shit like she's running everything with the the crazy eighty eights. She's got this whole gang, um, and I think this setup have inspired a lot of the John Wick worlds. Like they're having their meetings, and I don't know, just a whole lot of this seemed like the 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 assassin world and John Wick. I think it pulled a lot from this. But she has a 17-year-old bodyguard named Gogo. The bald guy is Johnny Moe, the general of the army, Crazy 88s. Uh, Oren's heritage was brought up once and only once. And we get to see this board meeting and this guy's like, 
you can't run the Japanese Yakuza, you're fucking Chinese American bullshit. And she just like runs down the table and like barely twitches and all of a sudden his head flies off. <laughs> I do appreciate the giant fountain of blood coming oh, yeah, from yeah. the neck. Ridiculous spray of blood everywhere. And, and then she, she just, like turns around and like puts on straight like telephone voice like if any of you have any suggestions, I, I will be. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying, yeah. I'm serious Let about me, this. So I'm going to say, speak yeah. Saying it I'm going to say this in English so you all understand. And then you have Sophie Fatale in the background translating in, in Japanese. Yeah. But you know what's crazy is even when she's freaking out at the end of this whole speech, she's still calm. Yeah. She's still in control of everything. Uh, which is creepier somehow but yeah. she's like if anybody yeah. has any suggestions or anything i'm happy to hear you and i'm very open-minded we can all have great suggestions but i assume this is the last time that my heritage will be mentioned in any way shape or form right <laughs> uh, yeah what is she's like but if anybody ever says my you know my heritage in an insulting or whatever way i will collect your head yeah. <laughs> like, I will right, collect no? your fucking head. Yeah, she tosses so the head down the, yeah. down the damn and just table. Drops it. <laughs> you, you the boss. You're trying. It's a, bit, it's a bit more of a statement than dropping the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> head drop. Head drop. <laughs> head roll. Yeah. So I like. She gets straight to the head of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So nice. And I like to call bullshit on the lack of traffic in Tokyo. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's everything, though. Like, you can't actually get anywhere in L.A., but yet every single thing that takes place in L.A., people just drive, and there's always parking. Like, none of that's true. No, you're right. Uh, no, you're right. So she gets to Tokyo, and we see her landing. Um, Oren is in this vehicle, entourage, motorcycle escorts, you know, the whole thing, since she's, you know, the mob boss. Uh, Uma comes up, and Bruce Lee yellow on this motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. That but, jumpsuit rules. Yeah. This is definitely a Bruce Lee uh, nod here. So Oren gets to the club. The house band is the five, six, seven, eights. Which I is love awesome. that band. It's a real good. They are a really good band. Yeah, and uh, you know the story of that is Tarantino was like in an airport mm-hmm. and in one of the I don't know Hudson News or some bullshit, and they were on the speaker, and he's like, "Well, I don't have time to go to a store and buy the CD, so just give me your copy." And he like. Finally got the store to sell the... Well, he paid for it. Well, yeah, he bought it, but he's like, your your store copy is mine now, and then hunted the band (laughs) down and got them in the movie. And they they just do their version of old surf rock guitar songs. That's what... Which is awesome. Yeah, they're great. And then there's a dude that... I have Charlie Brown. Maybe I already knew that they call him Charlie Brown, but when they do eventually call this guy Charlie Brown later, I laugh. But he's like got this (laughs) yellow kimono with a black zigzag across it. He's He is exactly Charlie Brown. Mm -hmm. And so he takes Oren's gang upstairs to the private room for, you know, the important deadly people. And uh, they can tell something's going on. You know, they're sitting like, I sense something. I sense trouble in the force. Yeah. My my assassin thing, he's going off. So she like suddenly throws this dart through the screen, and it almost hits the bride in the face. And uh, Gogo goes out to look and doesn't see anything, and everything seems okay. But Uma Thurman's holding herself up on the ceiling, like <laughs> I wanted it to be like mm, ceiling no, beams. Like this is a room full of people, and there is a white woman dressed in canary yellow <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. No one's gonna be like, the fuck is that up there? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like one eyeball that Gogo would be like, oh, let me follow your gaze to, oh, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's like Uma Thurman was like, you know that thing ninjas do? I'm going to do the opposite of that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's, yeah. I might as, I'm going to wear a fucking 
bright Spider-Man. flashing neon LEDs yes. all over my well <laughs> busting in the door said, Hey you guys <laughs> Might as well. Rocky bro. Yeah. So Gogo says, I guess nobody's here, heads back into the room, and so Uma gets down, she's walking around the place. Charlie Brown is carrying beers up to the room, um, being berated by this woman the entire time. Oh my like God. she's just walking alongside just telling him how much he sucks at everything. It's kinda of funny. It is a real like Charlie Brown and Lucy type situation. It absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't think if she was made up to look like Lucy at all, but she's like, They're gonna cut off your head if you suck any hard. Could you suck any more than you suck right now? You are terrible. I would say at her hairstyle. No, actually, yeah, she does very much look like a Lucy. Nice. Way to go, QT. Yeah. So she finds number two, uh, Sophie, Sophia, the one that was doing the translating at the earlier scene. Uh, yes. And, you know, cue back that 70s music, that... <laughs> and um, she's what we get, oh, Ren, you and I have unfinished business. And now... Yeah, Uma's down in the floor now. And she's got Sophia hostage, right? And, uh, I mean, the whole place goes into lockdown. The gang comes out. We get the the soundtrack here is definitely Ennio Morricone. He does a lot of the soundtrack stuff. But you you could tell, like, it's like, oh, this is good, the bad, and the ugly guy doing the music right here for sure. Uh, she sends down Mickey. He lasts uh, almost two seconds. Oh, we kind of skipped over the section there right off the bat where she uh, uh, disarms Sophia. Oh yeah, she does cut off Sophia's arm. Literally and, disarms her. Yep, and then. Uh, Mickey dies, oh. and then three more random dudes run up, dead immediately. A couple more guys dead immediately. Just all these people just like, you got any more minions you want me to kill? <laughs> then all of a sudden, sound of a thousand motorcycles. Uh, well, Gogo comes oh, down. Oh, yeah, Gogo comes down first. We get the spiked right. ball on a chain here, and this fight scene is awesome. Gogo with awesome. this fucking spiked ball. Which, I don't know, to me, man, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got a Hanzo sword, and I'm kicking some ass, and I'm an awesome assassin, but as soon as that girl starts walking down the stairs, I'm going to be like, I'm Indiana Jones in this bitch, right? I'm just going to be like, all right, who's next? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just bullet to the head. There's no honor in that. I do love that the actress that played Gogo actually ended up smacking Tarantino in the head with the prop (laughs) while uh, filming this scene. Yeah, well, <laughs> how could she miss that freaking head? Like, if you're throwing a ball around a room with Tarantino in it, likelihood is it's going to hit him in the head. <laughs> I, yeah, but and Gogo a... ends up getting nailed to death. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a good fight. She definitely has the upper hand. Like, she is a better oh. fighter than Uma. She's kicking Uma's ha- yeah, ass. She's only 17 all years over old. This place. Um, she's only 17. Yep, winger. <laughs> um, so she has the chain wrapped around Uma's neck. It was like choking her out. And she grabs like a table leg that had broken off and has some nails sticking out of mm-hmm. it. Gets her in the foot, you know, so she'll like loosen up some Oof. of the tension and then <laughs> right to the side of the right head. Right to the yeah. temple. Which is a cool shot where like it just shows her eyes with like blood start coming out from her eyes and stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, she did. Definitely did. <laughs> it is a cool shot. But She not there no more. No. Gets her sword back. Um, and then Oren like stabs this knife down into this railing, like that's the signal, I guess, and that's when you hear every motorcycle on the island of Japan racing into this place. <laughs> yeah, because uh, she uh, Oren asks her if she thought it would be easy, like this easy. Yeah, do you and think it would Uma's be easy? like, yeah, I really thought so. And it's like, come on, girl, yeah. she's the queen of the fucking yakuza. Yeah, uh, uh, it's not going to be like five dudes, and that's it. It, but so I just it was just as soon as she hears the motorcycle, it's just oh, God, seriously like damn it. 
I'm really um, tired. <laughs> you yeah. see what I just did with your with your bodyguard? And so then this gang, whole gang rushes in, and uh, they're called the Crazy 88s, but I think, I don't remember where it was. Like, you know there actually was an 88 of them, though, right? It was <laughs> our trivia, dude. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they just surround Just a big fan her. of 1988 film Bloodsport. As everybody <laughs> should be. Masterpiece, that movie. <laughs> Absolute masterpiece. Yes. Top to that glorious granite bottom. <laughs> um, I'm going to get you a sculpture of his ass. Just, just I so only, have it. Do I need a second one? <laughs> <laughs> like, like one to keep in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like an oil diffuser one in the car. <laughs> just every once in a while. Like the little things in the bathrooms just like every 10 minutes. So just... <laughs> she's <a> little, <laughs> It's like an air, air freshener. freshener. It's, it smells good, like lilac or such. <laughs> I imagine that they really he do. He would fart lilac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she has to take on the entire 88. And this fight is chaotic. You go and kiss your wife. So she's like, we're still have, you been, have you been sucking farts out of Van Damme's ass again? <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Still on it. Okay. Continuing. Crazy 88. Yeah. So this fight, it goes into black and white here. So it, I love the switch. It this used to be that was how they hid blood because we used to give a shit about too much blood in movies and TV. So the trick was go to black and white so that you wouldn't have to see red blood and you could get away with a lot more. Yeah, tits so, used to be fine. Blood bad. Kind of reverse now. Kind of reverse now. <laughs> um, so he was doing this kind of as an homage to that, but also he did get the same warning. Like this, this is too much. So it it's serving its purpose while also being an homage to the former purpose which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that silhouette fight is awesome where they're like on the backside of the screen. You just see the silhouette yeah. part against the feet. I mean, there's so many amazing shots there's, in this. It's, I love the one dude that has an axe and a freaking sword fighting scene. He deserved to die. Who brings a fucking axe to a sword fight? an axe fight? to a sword fight? Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? I mean, the Vikings did it, right? Yeah, you could throw that a lot better, yeah. I guess. Just start hucking axes around. Yeah, yeah except but- for then you don't got no axe. <laughs> Yeah, dude had it coming. Yeah. Oh, and she just becomes like a sword NATO, and feet are flying. She is just oh, chopping yeah. off limbs. Limbs. So much just dismemberment. Like, she's not even, I mean, yeah, some of them are obviously dying, but she's more so going for uh, just stopping people. Look, if I take off your leg, you can't come after me anymore. So, she, like, she even crouches and just, like, sp- Tasmanian devils. Yeah. Yeah, she's just flying around. I'd be like, I'd be on the outskirts. I'd be like, oh, she got me. And I'd just be playing. Fall down. Everybody. I I think that if I was at this place, as soon as I saw Oren even walk in at the beginning of all, I'd be like, I'm getting out of here. Nothing good ever follows them. Like, (laughs) check, please. Yep. I don't even want, maybe they're just going to have a meal and leave, but I'm not staying around to find out. I don't really like this band, but I really don't like Yakuza. Actually, knowing me, I'd probably still be at the bar like, man, why'd the band stop? <laughs> What's going on? You would sit there and watch and critique the, the fight ceiling? with the fighting. As long as it stayed over there. As long as you all yeah. stay over there. As soon as the fight comes close to the bar, like, hey, there's a beverage here, man. <laughs> um, Ooh, my foot. Oof, God. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, but this whole thing, uh, on top of being an awesome fight scene, is Quentin showcasing all of his favorite styles, like all the old s- cinema techniques and stuff. 
um, she beats the 88s, takes out their main boss. And uh, then, <laughs> it's a great scene. Like the last guy there, he's like, this just looks like a kid. And he's short, sword shaking. She cuts a sword in like three pieces. Yeah. Bends him over, spanks him with her sword and says, this is what you get for fucking around with Yakuza's. And then sends him away. Like, go back like, to your mother. Go home to your mother. Go back to your mother. <laughs> and uh, so then I like the cameras up above and we just get this overview of this whole restaurant covered in bodies and body People parts slinking away trying to and the ones away. that are still alive are like moaning and trying to get away and uh, trying to find their own limbs she's like nope you leave the limbs that you've lost they belong to me now yes yeah, so something like you if you manage to keep your life you can go now but leave your limbs they belong. I'm like uh, yeah. what is she gonna do with all them feet Just make a necklace <laughs> <laughs> big old foot necklace I was gonna say instead of ears it's feet yeah yeah um, Sophie, you stay right where you are. You can't yeah, be leaving here with all them Sophie. illegal arms. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes further into the building, out the back, and, and as soon as we go out the back of this, it's like a snow-covered... It's gorgeous. Jab- yeah, but it's... Quiet. Yeah. Also, after all that chaos, we got a very quiet... Because everything, it was like, you know, when the fresh snowfall. It just kind of muffles all everything, and it's... Quiet and serene and wonderful. And she's finally going to face uh, O-Ren. I hope you save some energy. If not, you wouldn't even last five minutes. And, of course, oh. trivia guy has to let you know, from the moment she says that line to the end of this fight is five minutes and 30 seconds. So she does last over five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, thank thank you, trivia. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is a very good sword fight. And, uh, you know, she's got the upper hand. She's slashing up Uma Thurman pretty bad. Uma back. A Which, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that back. Uma neck, like Uma back. <laughs> Uma pussy. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> God. Also, wow. you got to hand it to her. Like, she's out there fighting in the snow. Uh, Oren's out there fighting the snow in her goddamn sock feet. Like, I'd be like, I, I want to get <laughs> yeah. this done fast. My feet are freezing. Yeah, yeah got to keep moving. Um, <laughs> So, you know, she falls down and she's like, oh, fuck, man, I'm so close. Like, my revenge, I just started, you know, as we found out from her notebook earlier that Oren is her first one. So this is her first, her first kill. This is- I gotta say, she, she recovers real quick for her second yeah. one. <laughs> and, and so at this point, it's like, why can't she just have Vivica Fox be first and then go to Oren? Like, why did we need to have this be the first thing, but at the end of the movie, I, I just it- put it in order? Tarantino, Jesus. I think it's the big, I think you got to have the big fight at the end. I mean, the, the Vivica well, right, Fox. Right, but, but so yeah, no. make Vivica Fox be one on the list and Oren be two. But I think it's because she said that the uh, Oren was the easiest to find because she was the head of the Yakuza. Yeah. And, so. uh, and I guess you had to go to Japan to get the sword. Yeah. And well, so she's there, here, you know, two birds. I guess. But still, just fucking put things Two in birds, order, one dude. sword. Yeah. I will say Lucy Liu should have worn a red kimono. Definitely should have worn that's red. That's her problem. Um, so she get you know fights her way back up, slashes Oren's leg, and was it for ridiculing you earlier? I apologize. Apology <laughs> yeah, accepted. Like, but thanks. then, you know, the big just a quick old sha 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 sha, and her scalp goes flying off, <laughs> top of her head. Yeah, but not yeah. even her brain, just the top of her just head. The top of her head. Yeah, that's some precision. She right uh, there. just like Ray Liotta and Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hannibal's like, holy fuck, I gotta get a Hansel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where that's where I went wrong. So that's the end of it. She falls and she in just the like snow before and... she falls, she's like, it, it it really was a Hanzo. And then she falls in the snow, brain exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Explain to me how that pr- proves that that's a Hanzo. No, that just you proves try cutting the really top of sharp. someone's head off with, with anything that's not a Hanzo. 
all right, well, bring me some people and a sword, and we'll we'll do some tests. We'll try this out. Um, You're the science dude. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, so Sophia's in the hospital. Bill comforts her, and uh, she's trying to remember as much as she can. What she's, I just remember her saying, I'm going to ask you questions, and every time you don't answer, I'm cutting something off. So I did have to tell her some stuff. Sorry, Bill. Um, I, I was left allowed to live for two reasons. One, obviously information. Uh, two, I'm supposed to tell you in person that she's alive. She knows. She knows they know. And she knows they know that she knows. <laughs> this is a real friend like, situation. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that, yep. That's Black Mamba, all right? She's always talking confusing shit like that. <laughs> I hate that. So then we see her writing out her death list. Uh, you know, one. Across <laughs> She's like on an airplane, and every freaking seat's got a sword holder. Like, is this is this just first class? Like, is this yeah? First just... class people get sword holders. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Only when you go to Japan, you get a warm towel and a sword holder. <laughs> I can't get on because I got too much toothpaste, and first class has got goddamn sword holders. <laughs> yeah, I can't even take toenail clippers. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I can't take toenail clippers. This guy can carry on his Hanzo. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> so we see her writing the death list and we get the Hanzo words revenge is a forest it's easy to lose your way and then the counter <laughs> to that is Michael Madsen well we deserve to die and then credits like oh yeah Michael Madsen you were in the credits that's right you get one no, no, quick no. line you forget real quickly that Bill mentions her daughter is still alive. Oh, that's right. The daughter's... Yeah. He does mention the daughter's alive. Does she know that her daughter is still alive? That's to but Sophie or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also like how she color-coded the list. She's like using two different markers. It's like the, the numbers or whatever are in one color and then the, the, the names yeah, are well, in red. You know, just just because you're in a hurry to murder people doesn't mean you can't put a little character to it. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it, here. Make it look my pretty. My gift to her would be one of those pins that's got multicolors where she doesn't have to change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you yeah, always try, those to, were awesome. always try to get two to get colors two. at the same time, and it's impossible. Yeah. yeah, they won't fit in the hole. Jam it up. <laughs> but if you porn has taught me anything, they will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just need that just nasty jar of Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the nastiest part of that jar was all the fucking hair stuck to it too. I thought it was the poop stains. <laughs> well, there's nothing. <laughs> I think we can't agree hairy turds are bad. No matter you, what. Like, no matter where you they're imagine at. This, can you imagine the smell on that thing? I am right now. Yep, I am now. You know what that could You're use? Welcome. <laughs> Van Damme Bud Air Freshener. I'm going to suck some farts out of Van Damme's ass. Get that taste out of my mouth. <laughs> New rewash I hope merch. That, I hope that's the bumper. <laughs> I really hope that's the bumper. Anyway, that's the end. Let's do our thoughts here. Elise, what'd you feel about Kill Bill Volume 1? I love this movie. I own this one, and I own the second one. Um, I especially appreciate it after, like I said, went to Okinawa myself, so I got to experience a little bit of that culture too. So, I enjoyed it on a bunch of fronts, and you know, the cinematography is always good. I like how he switches from close-ups to zoom shots to white, black and white to color. He's just really good, and the soundtrack is killer on this movie. Always, always. I mean, that's it's that's so a guarantee. Good. Yeah. Rewatch. All right. Yeah, and and I I added this movie to I added both of them to it, and and I remember it being good, and I remember enjoying it, and then when I rewatched, I'm like, man, I didn't remember it being this good and enjoying it this much. Like I was trying to take notes, but halfway in the middle, I'm like, man, I need some popcorn. Like this is a movie I'm gonna sit back and start watching with some popcorn, and 
So no, yeah, it's a rewatch. It's a it's a good movie. It's awesome. Yeah, um, and yeah, you added it, and I just I've always remembered. Yeah, I I enjoyed the Kill Bills, but never enough to I guess go out and get them. I was like, yeah, they're fine. And then rewatching it last night, I was like, God damn, holy God damn, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really glad that you put this in because I enjoyed the hell out of rewatching it. So a uh, very strong rewatch, and I'm excited to revisit the second one because I remember liking the mm-hmm. first more than the second. But who knows now? Um, so yeah, ex- high, high, highly rewatchable. Very, very good movie all around. I mean, I can't say anything y'all haven't already said. You know, it looks fucking amazing. The music's fucking amazing, and the action's amazing. It's it's, it's great all around. So there we go. Three way rewatch. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email rewatchparty at gmail.com. What do you think that Vaseline smells like? <laughs> do you want your own Jean-Claude butt air freshener? <laughs> yeah, of course, everybody does. That's a stupid question. <laughs> You're a stupid question. I mean, it kind of is a stupid question. I, I didn't know I wanted it until right now. And now I'm like, yes, I got to make I this happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't forget about our sister I hope he's show. doing the splits and you can put him up in the corner. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, wherein we rate and review the likability and fightability of characters from these movies we review here. You can find us on our social pages where we put up polls where you, the listener, determine who makes it into the tournament, and then separate polls where you, the listener, determine how those battles play out. So find us on Twitter and Facebook and get your votes in because your votes do count. We Vote. also have a rewatch merch line. Merchandise. If you haven't got your own t-shirt and or butt freshener yet, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> you better get at us. Email us, Twitter, Facebook, text, however. We, we'll take orders we'll any, anyway. Yeah, we'll put it on a sandwich. We'll yep. put it on a shirt. We'll put it on what you want. Put it on your wife's forehead if you want. doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a John Prine thing right there. Put <laughs> it on my wife's forehead. Flag decal. So... <laughs> Join us next week as we wrap up the saga of the bride with Kill Bill Volume 2. Till then, I'm Nick with Anthony Annalise, and thanks for rewatching. Suck some farts out of Van Damme's ass. Get that taste out of my mouth. I've killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point. I went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge. I roared, and I rampaged, and I got bloody satisfaction. You've got to start becoming afraid of her because she is coming. And when I arrive at my destination, I am gonna kill Bill.